0: Hey, guys, I'm James Chapman. I'm your host, and you guys are?
1: Damon Badnell. Bradley? Bueller.
0: Did we lose Bradley? Bueller. Bueller? Bueller?
1: I think you lost him.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It was just a loud spot. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. Yep. You're good now. And who are so, you? <laughs> yeah, oh,
2: Brad... Brad, the glass monkey
0: ate a lot. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So, guys, tonight's show is just to kind of behind the scenes, letting you know what's up, keeping you guys informed. We appreciate all the love, and I'm sure we're going to get some more love in the future. So just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Um, Yes. We are a three-person team, and this is amazing. Um, So you guys got anything you want to add?
1: Uh, I'm just excited about going on to the social media sites and every day there's one or two more people following us, maybe two or three and it's growing. I don't want to say exponentially, but it's nice to see people recognizing and hopefully everybody spreads the word and shares it and listens and it just keeps growing and growing
2: and growing. There, for me, it's I'm a social butterfly. So the the, Revealing the personality behind the faces that I see, like on the social media, and you know some of these are my vendors. You know, um, it, Mike Stevens. Today, I was I finished the podcast today with Mike, and just like he's got he's got this he's got a laugh that 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 you can tell has been through some like trouble. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> but it's also seasoned with some salt and pepper of wisdom and and you know yeah. from from experience. So I'm like, I bet he is a cool guy to hang out with. So um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun to to hear the personalities coming through the conversations that we that we start yeah. with all these My, people. Yeah, from the Mike. Mike is the coolest dude. There's been times where and
1: I, and and I, we used Dupont when we first opened, and somehow Mike came into our lives and. Just from day one, it was like, man, we're going to use him. Like, super cool dude, outgoing, like, anything for you guys. He opens the back of his car and it's like, Seek a heaven. Hey, you want one of these or try this or use this? So, but there's been times where I've been in a bind and I'm like, hey, man, where are you? Oh, I'm right here. I'll do, can I? Can you? Yeah, it'll be right there. He shows up and he'll help me set windshields. Like, like, dude, like, who, who does that? What what kind of salesman does that kind of stuff? So, like his connection with the industry and his people is definitely uh, on point and and on his on his side and in his favor.
0: And to his credit, I fucking threw him a curveball and he handled it like a champ.
2: (laughs) He did. Fuck,
0: damn! I felt (laughs) so bad about that.
2: Come (laughs) on, on asshole! God, it was, dude. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it was. It was. I heard that. I was like, (gasps)
2: what? But, but for him
1: to acknowledge, hey, I'm human, yeah, and yeah. I, I probably need to get on point with that because yeah. I'm not. Like, who would say that in a public forum, right? Like, oh, I know. You're not going to be like. You're not going to be like, oh, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But <laughs> let, me throw, <laughs> let, me, let me let me let me let me just throw an answer out there and hope I'm right. But
2: he acknowledged, like, hey, man, I'm glad you brought that up because. <laughs> I don't know, or I wasn't sure. So, yeah. And it's it's refreshing because right. didn't he just win, like, a huge award for his territory with Seeking yeah. yeah, Yeah, he, he won a huge so, yeah, salesman
0: yeah, of the year, I believe yeah. it was, wasn't it? He didn't even bring that up.
2: No. Because no. that was – and that's, that's the thing. That's the thing is because, James, you asked if uh, – because what I do for the show is sometimes I write – some of the the interview questions and that was one that i had on there because i wanted to see if he would bring that up and that was because i would i would i'd be like hey you might not have heard that i I was the you know silver gold medalist from the repair but he didn't say anything about it it was about his family you know it was about like his his journey you know it's he so for the where he's where he's at and where he's been brought from, to not be puffed up at all and to, and to stay grounded when you when you got surprised with a, a question was just as hugely revealing in a, in the best way
0: for oh me. Man. So,
2: yeah, hopefully I can meet that guy one day.
0: Yeah, I want to meet him too one day in person. Yeah. But, like, and then the fact that he kicked it to his wife when he was talking about, you know, yeah. his accomplishments and stuff, I'm like, that's a team, uh, you know, like, that's what my wife and I strive for is to be that team, you know. Like, that's us. Right. And the fact that he was like, "This is about auto glass. This is my life. This is my rule." This was... and it was like, "Nah, dude. Like, bit really is my wife finishing school and moving on to her next venture." And it was like, "Fuck yeah, brother. Fuck yes." You
2: know? Yeah, and like you would think that they're the king and queen, but they're making these. They're still playing chess in the background, making these moves. It's <laughs>
1: awesome. Yeah. He. Uh, when I did his went to one of his certifications, he did at a restaurant here and his wife and daughter were chilled in the back like the whole time almost while he was doing a training so whether it was she was there supporting him or just there for free food but you know yeah she she was she was she was there with him so it's that's cool and that's i've cool, been to yeah. his house he i think he mentioned his house and you know setting it up you know a place up for them to be outside and enjoy Judas' mm-hmm. house is fucking legit like you should see his backyard dude it's like Walking it's, he's got a grotto in the pool. It's like it's like <laughs> <He's a big laughs> so, dude.
0: And oh, he didn't even oh. throw down that ice on me, man. He just like let it roll. He just oh, like it, dude God. he's his um, he's got a swim up bar,
2: but he's got it to where he's used Sika like aqua like, <laughs> marine products. It's like it's like the trunk of a of a fifty seven Chevy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's got the exhaust pipes coming up and flames come out of of it while you're sipping your freaking Bloody Marys in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it at him though. He stole my,
1: uh, he stole my integrity. Ooh. Ooh. With, uh, Ooh.
2: Mojo. So I'm be
1: like, what the hell? Like that was my line, man. You stole yeah. my line. What the, Called
2: what the, out.
0: What nah, the you're such a
2: copier. You he's took, a, he's put, not original.
0: But no, no, no. You put it down, and he's like, "Yeah, I need to borrow that." So yeah, uh, right? yeah. Both to okay. you there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he, he took notes. I mean, hey, that means he took notes. So that's
0: right. That's that. right. Hey, guys, so what do you think about switching? Because we got some giveaways from Mike and still from Jaime. Uh, Jaime? From Jaime. Jaime. Yeah. Um, do you guys just want to do the followers? If they follow the Facebook page, then we add them into yeah, the drawing. Yeah. yeah, I
2: think so yeah, what, yeah. Was,
0: what was it before you had to
2: share and
0: rate the show yeah it was like five stars and leave a comment and some people did it and those who did it thank you and your names will not be removed from the list whether you follow us or not but uh i think the current list i have and then the the followers is going to be in the next one and i think i'm going to wait until after the first of the year i'll probably do it the first friday of the new year how do you guys feel about that for a giveaway
1: Yep. Sounds good. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. Jaime had reached out and asked about it. I told him we yeah. haven't done it yet. So just make yeah. sure that
0: we yeah, I need to keep him and get that done. Yeah, because yeah. Gary yeah, Duncan won sure. the Sika and he already reached out to his Sika rep in his area and got the training like we were because nice. I texted him today and I was like, hey, bro congratulations um i need to ask him to hit us with a spot on his uh social because he's got a pretty good following as well um yeah but like did you get training because ultimate's different and i'm not sure what he was using and he said yeah he had already as soon as he got the package he he went ahead as soon as uh raul mailed it to him he went ahead and hooked up with the local Seeker rep and got the rundown so Big ups to that guy for taking the steps to go forward, and he's going to be on the that's show cool. soon, too, so that's going to be nice. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's yeah. a good stop for us, so what do you guys he, want to he's, a, he's,
1: he's He's a big advocate of the car cow, too, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I need to get that. I need to get that on there as well. I'm going to do a video of the unboxing. I think I'm going to have, like, Lisa mm. throw some wrapping paper over this weekend, and it'll like, <laughs> carry it to her, like, ah. You know, but uh,
1: hey, they man. use they use they use those little foamy things, and be careful, man.
0: You're gonna it, it's a mess. Yeah, it out, Craig so. Craig sent me a text yeah. saying, "Hey, yeah, sorry about the peanuts." And I'm like, "Dude, I haven't even opened it yet." He's like, "No, I'm getting yep. there before." And I said, "Well, yep. Damon warned me," and he just yep. put the laughing face and a little cool guy face. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. if anybody be ready for it. If anybody wants, you know, some information on the car cow, hit me up, hit Damon up, uh, hit Craig up, um any of the car cow guys and anybody who can use the car because i'm going to start using the car cow this is new for me the car cow system is new for me so once i unbox it and i start using it i'll have reports for you guys everybody will know it's one of those blah blah blah, blah things but if you need any information on how to get it pricing anything like that hit myself up hit craig up we can pass along information and everything so i hope that everybody goes and and if you do decide to get a car cow if you could mention, put them on the Glass Podcast. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Shameless self mm-hmm. plug. It may get you <laughs> something. It may not.
2: <laughs> we have no shame. No shame. In the sh- game. Sh- no shame. No shame in dirty. the
1: game, baby.
0: Dirty, dirty.
1: Because we're gonna put them on the podcast, bro. Yeah.
0: So
2: we on, on the podcast, bro.
0: So, what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys want to tackle today? Besides, since we got some of that horse shit back, it's Damon's life. turn. Yeah, David, go ahead, buddy. Bring it up. Bring
1: <laughs> let's, it up. Uh, let's 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 uh, throw out our conversation about what we've seen in some rollovers and uh, windshield retention. I guess we want to call it. Okay.
0: So, what's your thoughts on it? What 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 DSS is that? Two twelve. Uh, no, the rollover uh, will be two sixteen. Rollover will be two sixteen. Yes. Two twelve. You're looking at your airbag, so your retention from your airbag, which. It actually is both because the one that we're talking about that Mr. Wacker did is a rollover. But the one that Raul sent out is a duel, I think. It was a rollover and the airbag knocked it into the Wendy's parking lot across the way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Grand slammed it into the Denny's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this isn't a joking matter. We're making fun and light of it now. But, you know, that person who did that windshield, you should be ashamed of yourself. Shame shame, shame, shame on you.
2: Dude. Dude,
0: Thank nine, you for your job.
1: $99 down on Broadway job yep.
0: installed, yeah. installed yep. in your driveway. Yep.
2: $99. With butyl. With
0: yeah. So what are you seeing in your area, Damon? Are you seeing more of the hacks that are doing the ones that's going to pop out? Or are you seeing actual jobs like Jeff is putting out there? Oh.
1: Uh, I think there's a lot of the hacks, you know. There's a there's a actually a Broadway where there's a stretch of shops that do the hundred and fifty dollar jobs, and I've got, you know, we've gone back on them and seen them, and it's just like, good God, like, how, how how do you sleep at night, you know? And people might think, oh, well, what's the big deal? You know, it's in there or whatever. But good Lord, no primer. You pull the glass out and look at it; it doesn't even look like they cleaned it and just urethane's got gas bubbles in it and it's 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 horrible it's just you know there's no preparation because they scratch the shit out of the body they don't prime it so it's not you know it's tubes of used urethane probably or not used but but expired urethane and and mixing and matching products and whatever they can get for the cheapest it's 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 crazy
0: how cool would it be if we could afford as a show to rent a car and then pay one of those companies to put a windshield in. And then oh, the next day, pull it out. That's fucking awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Pull that, it out that needs to be a goal. And be like, video no. it. And don't video. put them on blast. Don't put them on blast of, like, publicly, this is who did it. But yeah. just put it on blast. Like, look, this is the quality of work you're getting from these types of shops. You know, you think yep. you're saving $150 over a guy like myself or a guy like bradley or a guy like damon or a guy like wacker or a guy mm-hmm. like you're saving that 150 dollars or whatever but you're putting everybody's life at risk because accidents happen all the time and you know like it's like i don't know i i, I think that would be a cool like undercover thing for someone to do you know and just Def- it's like it yeah, yeah yeah, yeah just
1: but like, what's what's yeah. what's what's crazy about it is is you you rent a car and you're probably going to pull that glass out and see that what it's got in it probably was done half-assedly too because they don't you know they pay shops to come in and do 15 or 20 cars and they do 15 or 20 cars they don't pull cows and
0: also we and don't they, even have to we don't even do have to pinpoint shit, you know? a shop do we we don't have to pinpoint shop yeah. we just go we just rent a car in each one of our areas and we find the you one know, that's yeah. had the windshield replaced And then we each do a show with pulling that windshield, replacing that windshield and saying, this is what was done. Look at this! Yeah, oh, this is this. You know that I think that'd be yep. kind of a cool little thing. That little would experiment. be the
2: segment we could call that something Law and Order, at GCU Glass Crime. Dun dun dun! Dun
0: Dude, we get dressed up in dun, dun, like suits dun. and sunglasses and shit. We take it off. And but <laughs>
2: we'd re- we'd really hit it. We'd really arrive when we can do that and pay iced tea as a, to be there as a, as oh, a special Oh my guest. god,
0: that would be awesome! Yeah,
2: that we're would... pulling glass with iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and he walk listen. up. He's like, look, they didn't even take the vinyl body tape out the corners. They just shot the bee right <laughs> they just over. They shot the bee.
0: Look, I guarantee you they didn't pull that cow. Look at that. Do you think they pulled so, that man, cow? We wife. You
1: Yo, listen up, people. This is Dice tea. <laughs> there, there's,
2: listen. there's
1: actually, I, I'll have to, I'll have to find it and share it. There, I remember there was a, a special about,
0: um. Auto I don't remember. Yeah, it was the 2020 episode. Yeah, you know, 2020. it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, you can find, find it. You can find, find it on and YouTube and all it. kinds yeah, of stuff. I'll yeah. Find
1: it and share it. yeah. it's yeah. a 2020 documentary. Yep.
0: It's pretty yep. it's pretty yep. eye-opening, yep. but like just because we know we've seen what jobs are done wrong with when Raul posted and jobs are done right the one that Jeff posted and others have posted their videos as well where their car would that they did was in an accident awesome. and it performed correctly. Yeah, so we we know that difference, but it would be cool to kind of spotlight that a little bit because hey, you might run across the one and have to be like, look, this may have been a cheap job, but the guy did what he's supposed to do, you know? Well, yeah. it's a
2: it's a macabre yeah. subject. Yeah, it's a like very macabre because I, I wonder how that process goes because like for instance, it goes the other way. Say, Jeff, I mean, Whacker, he his, he installed that for his buddy, right? Yep. So yeah. and that's how he comes to to learn about it. But yep. like, so you're a shop owner you wake up one morning, you get a nine o'clock phone call from what state trooper, mm-hmm. office, crime scene, like accident investigation unit. And then they say, you know, you know, who is the owner there? And so does it go from there? Like, I, this is why I wish we could talk to Bob about like how it actually unfolds and how it's a very yeah. real possibility.
0: All right. If yeah, anybody I, listening knows how that works, could I, you hit like, one of those three up and we can get you on the show to explain how this uh, goes down? Cause, I'd like to know as well because, I mean, yeah. yeah, you do see those things, but you don't really know. They're not going to trace yeah. you down.
2: And I feel like, it, it for the and I feel like until we have somebody that outlines, hey, this is what happens. Here are the steps, and this is what usually ends up happening with the shop. And like, doesn't have to give out names, but mm-hmm. like, unless somebody does this and breaks it down that it is a very real possibility it just remains in the either and no behavior has changed no no operations are changed with the shops and that's what we're here for that's why we're doing this is like we want to say hey this is happening and Mm -hmm. this is a possibility if you conduct your company this way this is what you're putting out there yeah and like
1: like we talked about james you know in our in one of our chats about policing it, you know, like the, like California has the bar, the Bureau of Automotive Repair. Like, people that come in and will shut you down if you're not doing the things you need to do, getting your signatures, getting the proper documentation. And and people can call and be like, hey, these guys worked on my car, it's fucked up, or whatever. And the first thing they do is come to you like, hey, did you get a signature? Did you provide a quote? Do you have the VIN number? Did you give proper documentation? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's it's It's, it's got to be to that point where Something bad has to happen to someone. God, God, bless their soul. Or
2: yeah, that, yeah. That
1: that's what it's gonna have to be. Like, so it's sad that it has to come to someone possibly dying from from it for it to be relevant. I mean, relevant is right. The key word, right? I mean, well, for it
0: needs it to it, be relevant. Yeah, in our trade, our trade, it needs to be relevant in our trade. Yes, it needs to be relevant in the public eye. But they're they're kind of looking at it like as the guy that replaces their brakes. Okay? The guy that replaces their brakes, if he does a shitty job. They may go back and complain, but, you know, their life's a little bit at risk if your brakes don't work or something. But, like, they may go back and complain. But in that trade, it doesn't mean he's a good brake repairman or not. But in our trade, that carries weight. Like, if you're... Yeah. If you're out there throwing stuff in and someone's life is at risk and, and, or, you know, their vehicles at risk from being damaged because of water coming in or, you know, they just got, you know, the hair blow dried because the, the wind coming through the bottom or sides or whatever (laughs) it might be like, it needs to be relevant in the trade. (laughs) Too many guys shrug it off to like, oh, well, I'm getting paid, you know, oh, well, It
1: it won't happen to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That won't – it won't happen to me mentality. And other than making a 1980s after-school drug special about our shit, how do we make it relevant (laughs) to these guys? And and and
2: that's good. And I was showing my wife that video because I think Raul posted another video or someone of a – or was it you, James? Somebody posted Uh, a rollover of something rolling around in the sand.
0: Yeah, Raul Uh, posted posted it and I shared it, yeah.
2: Yeah. And so, and and my, and my wife, they're like, oh, they're, these crash dummies, they actually flew out. So, how much of a chance did they have to survive if the, they lost the windshield anyway? And I mean, and I thought for a second, that's a good point. But windshield retention is one thing. But if they're, it's about the roof crush, like if they're buckled in, if they're wearing their seatbelt and they lose the windshield, that's one thing. But if the roof comes in and, and goes more than five inches, they're, they're, it's almost a guarantee of fatality, guaranteed if not immediate on the couple months down the road. Yeah, so well, yeah, the retention is one like, thing,
0: but your, your thing has to be up to the spec for also, like you said, to make sure as that structural integrity for that roof doesn't crush in. Like a lot of the vehicle design comes in to play with that as well, and that's why Volkswagen so popular because that arch design that they you know put made popular with the Volkswagen bug it was one of the safest vehicles on the road because that arch design added so much structural strength. Oh, sure. It wasn't as easy to roof crush, and then the glass and everything added more structure to it. So, like, roof retention, but if someone is able to stay inside the vehicle during a crash, their chances of survival is a lot better than if they're thrown out of it. Definitely. But if it did not do, if the urethane and windshield didn't do its job, the roof crush comes down, then they're, like you said, Bradley, almost instant fatality. So at what point does it stop being a urethane manufacturer and actually be in a glass quality? Throwing in That's aftermarket true. glass, if it's not as, you know, thick, if it's not as bent correctly, or it doesn't carry as much, you know, strength as the OE, then the roof crush isn't as good as it was before because the windshield's what gives it its strength. That is true, and also yeah.
2: isn't – though. I don't know where I, I – must have dreamed this, or I, I <laughs>
0: call it vaguely.
2: I thought I heard that – I thought in AGU Bob laid out one of the ways that a windshield uh, gives strength to the roof and the whole structure is the windshield is the – win- the decking of the windshield, how it is decked, not just the urethane strength, but how – the angle that it is decked
0: mm-hmm.
2: into the roof. Yeah. So, if it hits, it height. kind of slides up
0: first. Yep.
2: And it has that roof
0: pinch. Yep. And at the height of it, too. If you don't deck it to yes. the correct height, so you have too I'm much material in there as well. Okay. Um, if That's you have good. too much material in there as well, it's where it can't deck. So then, as that, because ure, urethane does move. Glass is solid, body solid, but the urethane does move right. a little bit. But if right, it's right. not placed in the right position to where it can get that pinch, there's not enough, there's too much product in there. Or even worse, there's not enough to where that glass is super close to the metal. So there's not much flexation into the urethane to transfer energy. Sure. That's that, yeah. So that's why decking is important as well to make sure that you deck to the correct height, you know, and it's not too high and it's not too low. I would rather see one too low than too high, personally, um, because the chances of it doing its job being decked too low is a lot better than it's decked too high. Uh, just not only Yeah, but don't you have a greater degree. chance of stress cracks, though, if it's deck too low? Yo, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Rinse, yeah. You know? yeah, because oh, there's 100%. not enough material in there for the transfer of energy when that body flexes. That body flexes, yeah. and then that energy gets transferred to the urethane, which moves and flexes and absorbs that energy before it gets to the windshield. So you don't actually have as much stress on the window when that energy is being transferred through the body, up through the urethane, and then hits the glass. And then that's where you don't have the actual stress cracking you see from body twist or extremely hard hit. Whereas if you don't have enough material and you've decked it too low to where you're almost glass on metal, there's nothing – there's not enough cushion in there for transfer of energy. So that's why it will actually crack a lot easier, stress crack a lot easier if it's decked too low. But personally, as a person, my personal opinion – not to mean to cut you off there, Damon, but my personal opinion is – I would rather see something decked too low than too high. Acoustically, it's going to be better inside the car if it's decked too low. And just for the overall well-being of the job. But it's not perfect and it's not optimal. But it's better than being too decked too high. Not decked enough. That makes too sense. Too high.
1: It's 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 crazy to think about the engineering that goes into that. Like they have to consider that, right? Like we have to make sure that the windshield is structurally part of it, and those those specifics when they build that car for that for for that safety.
0: So, Damon, being part of the uh, collision collision industry, like you are, um, do they take into account crinkle points? Like I know, like when during a crash, the car has certain crinkle points. Am I am I wrong there to where that the car when it's in an accident it's allowed to accordion so much in those parts of the car is that part of the the windshield um i guess uh factors do they when they're engineering is that like a factor why where they place the windshield and decking and all that is that like a actual crinkle point in an accident
1: i'm not sure i'm like technically like that i don't get involved with the structural part of
0: it okay sorry Um, about that
1: no, it's okay. No, I mean, it's a good question, though, but I don't...
0: I don't
1: I don't know. It's crazy, you know, to see them pull, you know, a car comes in and they put it on the machine and then yank on it and pull it back to, you know, the the, the start points that have all these tools and measurements and replace panels, but it's it's pretty awesome to see, you know, they'll reconstruct a the car. But, man, it's just... You would think that after that much damage, that how much... How, how strong... How strong is that structure now after you have yanked it back out, straightened it, and heated it and pounded on it? You know, so mm-hmm. interesting. Inter- 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 some interesting met- question. Yeah,
0: some metals actually hold memory, like certain steels and stuff, though. So if they can yeah. get it to the right and get it back, it's probably not as strong, but it, it definitely has yeah. enough rating. So yeah. so, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't
1: know because I'm sure when they when they design that and they talk about the forward force and the car is going to go in and the car is going to go up, mm-hmm. you know, that windshield is going to have to maintain, n- maintain its, its bond and it's going to help hold. If it helps hold the roof in place, I mean, it has to play a factor in that crush.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. You're crush, right. Yeah. That crush zone. Yes, yeah.
1: Absolutely. yeah. Cause you know, not only will the car, when it impacts forward, it's going to go, it's going to smash in, but the car is also going to bow up right or bow
0: down Yeah. depending on how which way the energy is traveling yeah exactly you know yeah because that's that's all a crash is honestly is the transfer of energy from one one structure to another structure and then back and the movement and what is actually the stress that's put during that in transfer of energy so on that note bradley because you are my glass repair guru and That's right. It is designed for a structural <laughs> right. fix. Correct.
2: That is correct. It is
0: optimized. It is a polymer technology. It's, uh, it's basically a
2: resin is a, nothing but bottle, a bottle of monomers that have potential energy. When mm-hmm. that energy is activated by UV light, in this case a UVA wavelength, which is three hundred and sixty-five micrometer and above is UVA, it forms a polymer chain. It's like a ladder, like a like a hexagonal ladder. It swirls all up and down inside the glass, up and down from the vinyl floor, across the edges of the glass. It, the acid component etches in and abrades the glass and anchors to the vinyl, and it just sets up its a structural adhesive. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So well,
0: no, hang on. Hang, no, hang, really, hang on. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Hang on. Calling Dr. Calling Dr. Bradley. Calling Dr. Yes. Bradley. I
1: concur. <laughs> concur. Dr. Aid a lot. Please Dr. Aid a lot. But hey, like this reports, like chimpanzee
2: when this chimpanzee walks in with like an old fashioned Doctor mm-hmm. reflective aluminum light on his
1: head and a wrench. Well <laughs> and I'm
0: not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit you either, Bradley. I've had customers ask me if their chip will allow their windshield to perform up the spec after the chip's repaired during a crash.
2: I've yeah, actually had yeah, customers ask me that. It's a, it's a very real, and um, I love the school. I mean, there are repair guys out there. They've been doing it, you know, 50 years, and, you know, they just sit on a five-gallon bucket in the Walmart parking lot in the shade tree, and like, you know, I'm fix anything. You know? <laughs> and they probably can. They probably can. They probably can and do. But just because it can be repaired doesn't mean it should. Relax.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Corey brought it up in that show. There's that standard is built for safety. Like if you if you go outside those guidelines, you're opening yourself up to liability. Yeah.
1: You know? mm-hmm. So let me let me add, let me add two two sub questions to that. One, Bradley. Yep. Line of vision repairs. Yes. Touch on that. And two, because in my in my tenure. We never fix line of vision repairs. So give me your right. give me your input on that. Oh, first we've got to establish okay, go ahead. And two, insurance standard was they would fix no more than three chips in a windshield before they would consider it needing to be replaced so okay. so venture down venture down those
2: rabbit holes i will do all right I'll, you, you may have to remind me of the second part in a second but um, right. yeah so the, the first part that the line of vision we got to establish and we've got to this needs to be done in the industry because in my local area I, there are shops that that do not define that area correctly
1: okay if so look, so hang, hang on hang on sorry yeah what insurance defines that area as what
2: it's not doesn't matter what insurance defines it it's the rolags is what the standard is and insurance should get their cue from that okay so Boom. the rolags defines it as a 12 inch section of glass centered on the driver's position okay. from the bottom of the wiper sweep to the top of the wiper sweep that is a 12 inch section of glass you can take a ruler in competitions i have a measuring device <laughs> it's not really a ruler but it's Something in between. I'm not going to give my secrets away yet. I've still got to beat Mauricio next year, and everybody else. My rival's <laughs> coming for me too, which that's it makes. I'm scared of rival. Anyway, so uh, so mm-hmm. it's so it's the 12 inch section of glass, bottom of the Walker sweep to the top, and repairs in that in that area only have special criteria they have to meet. You can still repair there. It's just got a, It's a limited criteria that you can repair in that driver's primary viewing area is what it's called, the DPVA. That's when people are saying the line of sight, that's what they're looking at. And that's what so, they're trying
1: so, to the So what you're basically saying is anything that the driver's side wiper sweeps is considered driver's line of vision?
2: No, it's not. Not anything. It is a, the, just only the 12-inch section of glass centered on the driver's position. So the only driver's the height
0: Comes into play. So no, so yes. from the
2: bottom of the wipers. So if you look at a oh, if a windshield if a windshield hasn't been washed in a while, you've got that haze on the outside of the wiper zone. Yep. Forget all that and, and just look at that haze at the bottom of the wiper where your wiper windshield wiper is, and then go all the way and see where the top the top that's the wiper sweep, 12 inches, and it's centered on the on the driver's position. So it's 12 inches wide, right in the middle of the driver
0: oh okay yeah so
2: that that is
0: what the the, the
2: policy says it is it's not on the driver's side it's not on the rearview mirrors driver's side it's Mm -hmm. not it's not even on the corner of the driver's side you Mm -hmm. can still do do repairs outside that zone if you got a bigger windshield and there's another you know eight inches to the left of the driver you can do repairs over there you can do repairs within the edge it does not it does not address edge damage um and that's, that's the thing, that's what I've seen, and, but repairs in that BPVA, they cannot be bigger than an inch. The damage area cannot be larger than an inch, and that's across all brake types, whether it's a bullseye, a combination break, or a star break. It cannot be longer than an inch, so a star cannot be longer than tip-to-tip, tip, tip, one inch. The impact area, which is where the, the rock actually made impact, it can't be larger than three-sixteenths of an inch, which is still kind of pretty big. Mm-hmm. So... Um. It, it, those are the, those are the only limitations now. And uh, but, here, if you, and here's if this. This is I'm sorry. To interrupt. This, this is the incongruency between that definition of the DPBA is what drives me bananas, man. So no, you call you, you call five shops. You just throw a dart at five shops in your local area and ask them, hey, what's repairable? And then someone would be like, well, is it bigger than a dime? Is it bigger than an acorn? Is it bigger than a dollar? is bigger than a piece of bubble gum you've had behind your ears for a week they're like now i know how the rest of the world feels about americans when we try to use any other system of measurement than the metric system what man that's about three refrigerators long you know and so it's it's just maddening how there's a whole standard there's a whole golden standard out there that makes sense that that has been reeled on by just industry veterans of 50 plus years and it just it does not get looked into at all you know
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so but what
2: if i but what if,
1: what if i sign something saying that i won't sue you for doing
2: that repair that you say you can't repair oh it can't repair and won't repair is two different things like i'll tell them it's probably highly repairable but it, but I okay, so it. you won't. You won't. I okay. won't do it. Yeah, and yeah. so and then yeah. and the other the other limitation uh, another limitation for the driver's primary viewing area, and this is one of the cooler factors is they take binocular vision into account. So humans, they have two eyeballs, right? Mm-hmm. If there is an obstruction in in your line of sight, it will attempt to to go four inches over and see past that obstruction and around it with the other eyeball. And, and eliminate that obstruction. So, in this case, a, a chip in the windshield. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if there's another damage area within four inches of that, it creates a blind spot.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If you look at it. And, so and so, if a repair is within four inches of another repair, you can't do it.
0: And that's, that's just human one. biology.
2: And that's biologist, but it's called, you know, humans have binocular vision. So that's the way our vision works. I mean, people have, it's real science, guys. People look into it. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then the second, the awesome. second part, what was the second part of the question? David?
0: Uh, three or more uh, chips.
2: Three or more. Chips. Yeah, three or more chips. And that, that just sounds made up to me. That just sounds made up to me. Like if it's not, a lot of times a repaired area of glass is going to be stronger than if it was not repaired.
0: And, and it's, it's like because
2: it is it's because of the, the nature of the chemical binding, the, the structure that it lends. Um, like if you if you inject resin that turns into plastic, it gives it a, a density that wasn't there before. So that three or more repairs, I mean, maybe I might get on board with that. But as far as like a national enforceable policy, it just seems seems weak, man, uh, because yeah. I've, I've done I've had many repeat customers and it's going fine. As far as windshield retention, I would put it up against the best. Um, like chip repair is just a different kind of beast. But I do go along with the Rolex policy. Even like my, you know, Tim, not you know, Tim is out here in Colorado. Dude. He is, he's he's done cracks like two feet long, man, and they're holding forever, and they're and they're strong. You know, they don't flex open. But I yeah. I cap my stuff off at fourteen inches because long crack repair is something that I do that's uh-huh. just i cap it at 14 inches because that's the Rolag's advice the insurance don't even they don't even acknowledge that it's something's repairable if it's you know 14 inches they don't even look into that but long crack repair is a thing and it's going to be a part of the future especially when these windshields are five thousand dollars to replace when they've got these um, special coatings and stuff on them for the uh the smart windshields well so do you,
1: do you find that, sorry, James, no do bad. you find that most of your long crack repair is, is customer pay stuff?
2: It is customer pay stuff, but the, if they could use their insurance, that's right, because I get $200 for a long crack in my market, not to cause too much of an antitrust issue. But, so that's not a cheap thing, but again, if yeah. you're looking at a $1,200 to $1,500 replacement, uh, if you were paying out of pocket, or if your deductible is five hundred to nine hundred dollars, like I had a, a lady whose deductible the, uh, the other day was nine hundred dollars for the deductible. She, she had a super. a out- random number. Yeah. It is. It is. You know, or five hundred. You know. Yeah. Two fifty or fifty or a hundred. Yeah. yeah. And, and so she was like, you know, let's go ahead and fix this long crack. And I was like, okay. And so there, there it was. We did it, and it's fine, and it will be fine, and it looks it, great.
0: It'll be fine. Yeah but like yeah. my thing with crack repair and you're talking to a guy that is installation based is they don't 100 percent visually clear up you will always at some angle see that crack of that window and the first but thing it... when you see that crack it just be like ah you know even if it's been fixed and I've seen some good ones and i'm not I'm not trying to to take no one's thunder because I think that you're probably right, Bradley. It's stronger, it probably looks good it probably and it's the way of the future because of cost of materials and everything. but for me personally, if I see one that's been repaired and it's like a crack repair, and I'm just like, ooh God yeah the, <laughs> the chances are you've probably never seen a good one uh, probably not and then, you're probably right and <laughs> then,
2: and then uh, – but also the crack, it, you will always see it from an angle. That's why the expectation is always set beforehand. Right. And again, the um, only one that's on the passenger side um, because, of course, if it was in the driver's vision, I don't do those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you do see the seam, and even if you don't see the seam because of the angle, mm-hmm. um, you you will it will refract light a, a different way because when glass – the outside layer of glass is at a different – stress level after it's been split than -hmm. the glass inside so there's another concept called birefringence at play with long crack repair birefringence is when light comes in and refracts off of one medium hits another and is refracted again that's all windshields have birefringence that's why when you're driving down the road and you see you're looking out your windshield and you see someone else's windshield how their windshield looks jacked up have you ever noticed that yeah you're like yeah. their yeah. laminate's all wavy and stuff but no it's not they don't see it that way you do mm-hmm. because you're looking through a different medium yep so yeah so it, it always bends light weird yeah and you know i feel like we got off into a repair tangent yeah no that, that no was, but we were that's we were okay, talking though. we yeah. were
0: talking and this is how but what you, know, it goes. But you
2: brought up a point you brought up a point earlier james with the quality of glass yeah um I feel like it is more brittle and when I'm working on the older cars, like you know, some of the, I do classic car repair. Like when I'm if I have to drill or something in these classic cars, like I can just feel the chonkiness. They're chonky boys.
0: Like oh yeah. The, the and they're full they're a full quarter primo. inch Primo. Yeah. Full quarter Incredible. inch. They weigh a ton and yeah, you know, and this and I the whole asymmetrically strengthen um where the outside layer is thicker than the inside layer, a uh, piece of glass, but yet it still doesn't fully equal a quarter of an inch anymore. And I get, you know, glass is getting thinner and thinner, but I also think that just as like we're cutting corners, sometimes guys not priming stuff. I really think that sometimes they cut corners when they're making glass. Yeah. Yeah, right? they've ar- they, yeah. They've already,
1: they've already got the, the, you know, the Holy grail to produce. Right. So Again, it's – who's holding them accountable to, to make sure that that – like you said, James, like that stuff is actually as thick as it should be because you grab a yeah. children, windshield and it feels like you're holding a piece of paper. It's like
2: what the but hell? But I don't see how though, because like i walked through the Carlite plant as part of the AGU tour. I've seen the fires of hell that these pieces of plate, these pieces the car, of plate glass – But that's the Carlite
0: plant. That's the Carlite plant. That's not, yeah. that's not all of the plants. They're one of many – Full-on forging, glass forging places. You know, you've got you know silica and sand that's coming from China that's being forged over there as well, being into molten and, and everything. Like I understand that you know Carlite sells the blank plates to other places to be bent and you know, cut and put into. But there are some places that still make the glass from scratch. There have to be Carlite's not the only plant because if it says it, I'm sorry, if it was, we would get great glass. I mean, I'm just sorry. I, I've walked that. I've true. watched it. That's true. But and then I've
1: seen. I I've seen sergeants. I've sure. seen, you know, like a DOT on a FYG four five nine versus a ten thirty eight, which is made there close to you, yeah. right, James?
0: Yeah, it's about. Now, uh, I've hour seen, 15.
1: and there's, squirrel moment. There's actually a really cool documentary on that. Yeah, the, great <laughs> <bottom of> that <laughs> the squirrel great moment. I've got to say yeah, that. the Great American Factory. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, see that. uh. I've seen differences in quality there of the 459 coming on a boat versus the 1038 coming on a truck you know what I mean how it's getting to you mm-hmm. it, it's crap it, it the difference is crap
0: yeah and you know just like every beach you walk on the sand's different different parts of the world the sand is going to be different and there's different going to be different uh you know materials of different qualities in different areas and i'm not saying that just because it's made in china it's crap because it's not it's not all crap and but i don't know man like the quality of glass their their raw materials there's something to be said for that in my opinion now this could be just me being like just being me but i think that the quality of the raw materials that go into making it And then the bending process, how they use, what way that they use gravity, if they actually use injection molds, if they use all kinds of different ways to bend it and form it and then it's put together and then way it's autoclaved, all that. If if it's not QA'd, quality controlled, you know, then we're not getting as strong a glass. I I just, maybe we are, maybe I'm just seeing it with rose colored glasses (laughs) as an installer. Like. Oh yeah, well it's your glass, you know, like it's not us. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. It was,
1: it was, it was interesting to hear uh, uh, Jaime talk about doing the tours and how they use those gaskets when he was talking about the release agents they use, how you know the different gaskets and yeah. the the process to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so,
2: go ahead, Brad. Go ahead. Uh, no go ahead. So according to finmodelslab.com, uh, dot com, uh. It costs about 4350000 to open up a glass manufacturing venture,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but that seems low to me.
0: Yeah, that seems very That low.
2: must just be to open it. That doesn't, that doesn't seem like, like – because I saw the ovens that they make these, thing, these mm-hmm. things in. It's, mm-hmm. They're three stories high. You walk yeah. in from the parking lot, and then you're staying on a metal grate. You're like, wait a minute. I just parked on the ground, and, I look, um, and all of a sudden, I'm three stories high now.
1: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. But the market is three hundred and twenty eight point two six billion dollars by twenty twenty five That's a lot. Damn. so glass isn't going. To, I, I wonder why don't we have
0: more quality glass places here in America? I'm just wondering, is it just um, labor? I, 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 don't, it I don't know if it was when they started shipping the factory jobs to different uh, countries if that had something to do with it. Um, because, you know, SGC had their own plant in South Carolina, and I don't remember ever going, Hey, give me that dot six five. I want to put that in over four five nine or five six three. Um, so I don't know that it's so much where it's made. I think that as far as a country of immigrant skilled and unskilled laborers that came here and flourished, I think that gave us a sense of pride that a lot of places that manufacturing manufacture products don't have. So yeah, you can get a shitty manufacturing plant here in the United States. You really can. But in general, if you give that gentleman whose grandfather came across from Ireland, Scotland, you know, uh, Africa, any other part of the world, he came here to prove himself. And he came here to prove himself as a quality human being and a quality worker. And I honestly believe that's why, you know, we have, we had, as strong of a factory presence because we made good products because every person behind that product that was being made took pride in what they did because they were here to prove a point. And I think as the quality of labor went up, so did the demand for my skill price. And then I think that kind of cut into bottom line and profit margins. And then that's when it started being exported to countries who were like, well, shit, I'll do that for, two cents on an hour, but don't care what they're putting out there because to them it's their only means to eat. So they're eating, but they don't care what they're putting out there. There's no sense of pride because they don't have any stability in their economy. They don't have, you know, they don't have a stability in their economy to take pride in their work. It's like I have to work a hundred hours a week and make this product at 800 of them per hour. So I can make my $2 a day and be able to eat a little bit. Where here, we have that freedom of, I deserve to be paid what I'm worth. And we have that human quality of pride here that we don't have, there's poverty in this country. Please do not crucify me over this, okay? Because this is not James Chapman rant, okay? <laughs> I just think that here in America, we have craftsmen who care because we have stability a little bit of stability in our economy but more stability in our food supply we don't have to work for nothing to eat and i think that's why jobs started getting sourced other places because they they these big corporations and places took advantage of that these people are poor they'll work for nothing just to be able to eat and survive and flourish and reproduce and create more workers at this lower rate yeah and that is a shitty rant guys and i have Bucket apologize.
2: <laughs> no, it well, is my hey, view on
0: the world. <laughs> let's
2: put it on. Let's put it on pause here and go grab Damon because I think he might have dropped.
0: Damon, actually. did you drop?
2: Yeah, yeah. So let me pause. You right. Mind, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, guys. Sorry about that. We had a technical difficulty. We had to hit pause. Um, we're going to pick it back up here in a second. With Bradley's got some facts yeah. about the glass. So I just go ahead.
2: So I did some crawling during this little break. We're trying to get Damon back on, and uh, dude, I couldn't find the value. I was looking for the Carlite plant because I, if you haven't been in it, it's just do it's, it. Mm, mm, you got to go. You got to see this place. It's phenomenal, phenomenal, and uh, it's a spectacle of world proportions. You got to see it. Mm-hmm. But Shiji Jam, it's not Sisacam, y'all. It's not. It's not Sizecam. Sizecam. Not. That's why it's I not pronounce Cisicam. it. I, I want you to go to Migrant tomorrow and walk in that front office and ask that rep if they have any J.J. Jam components available. J.J. That's what I want you to do. Anyway, their plant you, you just like saying that or what? J.J. Jam. <laughs> it's Jam. They dumped $268 million into, into making that plant. So I'm guessing Carlite is at least double that, and this is based off of Google.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just googled it. Yeah, he googled you know, it's public it. Public so, knowledge. Yeah, two sixty-eight
2: million. Yeah. So if you got two hundred and seventy-five, two hundred eighty million sitting around in a bank account, you can make your own glass <laughs> plant, possibly, yeah. and put it right in the breadbasket of America. That's put it right, in, baby. Uh, put it in. Where's that? Where's that Apple? That good Applebee's I like to go to that Brownsville, Texas. That's yeah. right. Go to Browns in Brownsville, in
0: Texas. That's There's right. a lot. Hey, we have a lot of great places in this country for factories to be opened up, and That's true. I, I think that you know. <laughs> It's a great place to invest money Uh, There's plenty of great places around the world To invest money but uh, Let's do a shift here Because we're coming up on 51 minutes So what what do you guys uh, What do you guys have plans for the new year And how did your 23 wrap up For you guys
1: Uh, I'm just Going to do whatever my wife probably Wants to do with her group of friends on New Year's (laughs) Because But uh, I don't know yeah, I mean, Lay goals. low. Stay out of trouble. For, do you have any goals? goals for
0: twenty
1: four. Um, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure those out. I'm just trying to get through this year. Yeah, gotcha. Some things, but uh, I don't know. I really don't know what
2: about you, Bradley. For me, it's uh, twenty twenty three is going to end in a in a time of much needed and much reckoned for. Uh, reflection uh i've owned a business for eight years and i haven't always made the best decision that whole time i have kind of learned as i went but now being part of this show being part of this community um autoglass tech talk being doing being part of autoglass week autoglass university i've met people and just, just all the people i met it's kind of coming all together like in a like a symphony of instruction for me so this next year is going to be one where i'm going to learn some new skills with some different people mm-hmm. james you're one of those mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna you know we're going to, i'm gonna come up there and and ride around with you yeah. and learn some stuff and yeah. you know if you, and a couple other people have agreed to you know take me under the wing and it's just it's a it's a real humbling uh, opportunity Really isn't and, and I just don't want to squander. So twenty twenty four is gonna be one of growth, I'm hoping. I'm praying for. So
0: is that one of your definitely goals?
2: It is my goal. It is definitely I'm gonna do a lot of things in twenty twenty four and the, what's chief among the list is is learning
0: for sure. Beautiful.
1: I, I think that I think that I don't know that I have goals. I guess I should should retract that a little bit, but I have ambitions. And I okay. think that um me me kind of throwing myself in in your lap, James, mm-hmm. and getting involved in this um things that have happened in my life this last year with uh, business and family. Um, I'm hoping that this this will be a bigger part of my life and 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 my uh, my ambitions is to do, I guess some of the things that you're able to do, James, within the industry, like getting involved in in teaching and um, making it to auto glass week and, and putting, you know, faces to names and uh, I guess just be more relevant in what I love to do, you know, whatever, whatever that involves or however I can, I can make that transpire. So I think I mentioned it when we first talked that, you know, this has kind of changed a little bit of my trajectory and what I want to do. And, Figuring my way out in life, so I hope that that this, this this is good things for not only me but the both of you and and everybody that's involved. Is where we go,
0: yeah. Well, you're really good
2: at it. You do yeah. a ton of work around here, man. You Matt. do.
0: You do. Very like, Yeah, very appreciated. I mean, uh, Bradley knew about the podcast before anybody, uh, and he's the one that encouraged me to take the leap. Um, and his opinion and his friendship is just there's no price on it he's just one of those people that i am super super glad that i met and super happy about but damon when you reached out about the podcast Mm -hmm. and then you and i got to talking and then you were on the show a couple times and then just everything you like i just ask you if you would like to be part of it and as one of the creators you and bradley you guys came together and then damon you've done a ton of work bradley you've done a ton of work and it's like It's made what I, what I had envisioned even better, Um, and it's it's so I'm so grateful. Like, I really don't think that my 2024. I have a lot of ambitions. Obviously, I got a new direction in life, but I don't know how 23. I can top it. I became a grandfather. (laughs) I became a grandfather. I started a podcast that people actually listen to.
2: You kinda of blew your success load a little early, dude. I mean you know, soon. I've been I've been networking <laughs> I've been networking
0: pretty good since twenty nineteen yep. with Autoglass Week yep. going there my first time and stuff and and meeting people and everything and then, you know, my introduction to the Facebook family and and everything like that. But I mean like not only becoming a grandfather was just like the peak of peaks for me. I didn't think it would change me as a person, but it did and now this podcast on a my friend saying dude you should just go for it like you should just you know because i've wanted to do it and bradley was just like dude just just go for it just see what happens and i sat down with this laptop the microphone on this laptop and just rolled one out one day (laughs) that was it that just rolled it out and then the second one was just rolled out and then like started to invest a little bit with different things and then like you guys the way that you guys just accepted me for me not only just you too but the whole industry has accepted mm-hmm. me for me has made this so much fun and i can't wait to see what 24 brings with it to be honest with you
1: yeah and i think you know in a short time we've done pretty good right i mean all the listeners and the people following the pages and yeah. learning are kind of learning as we all go in, mm-hmm. in this aspect of what we're doing right i mean you know, I had some familiarity with, with social media from, from my business ventures, and kind of seeing how it works and learning what to post, what not to post and, and those kind of things. So it's, you know, the things we have planned and, and even the social media is a separate, can be just a totally separate entity. It can be just another thing for us to just grow and, and spread the wealth and knowledge and get people involved. And, and
0: When people stop and, learning from this show, that's when I want it to end. If we can't bring, if we get to a point in our journey together, if we get to a point where we can't bring learning materials to people and bring joy into the listeners' lives, that's when I want to stop doing it. But I think we've done pretty good so far with that, guys.
1: Yeah, I agree. And what's bringing to my? Go ahead. I think that just as the industry continues to evolve and change, then we're just gonna have just like doing the job, doing the podcast, we're gonna have to evolve and change with it and just be disperse the knowledge that we have and we can get and the people we can bring on to, to continue to do that and just make it make it a source of information.
2: There's know? no ceiling. There's no ceiling for this platform because the the glass business is one of the fastest changing businesses out there. It's just because okay. of our vehicles are changing. Yep. so Yep. as long as we put the information like damon said as long as we're we're the champions of info mm-hmm. then we're
0: fine and yeah, yeah i think yeah. we're good so yeah. i want to thank you guys for a great 23 and uh it's been yeah. it's been it's been a wonderful so a hey, hopefully this pulled back the curtain a little bit on how that we operate everybody all you guys listening guys and gals and people the human race listening thank you thank you so much um Hopefully this pulled back. If you like this episode, we got some giveaways coming up. We've got a couple things in the works that may end up in some pretty good <laughs> series. I think, but we got the 50 for 50 coming up. That's uh, Damon's, uh, that's Damon's brainchild. And the first one went great. So let's see the the rest of it keeps going. I think it'll be, yep. I think it'll be wonderful. So, uh, be, Hey, pay attention for the, uh, for the giveaways, we're doing it via followers now on our Facebook page. You put them on the Glass yes, so... Facebook page. Yep. Go follow, and then you'll get yep. entered into the uh, giveaways. Because there's plenty more coming up. Like, right now, it's just some urethane manufacturers and stuff. But Autoglass Evolutions, uh, Ricky, he's giving us a package. He's putting together a package for us. Um, you know, I believe, like, there's, like, a couple other people that have reached out to us that are willing to do giveaways. So... We got plenty more coming up for you guys and uh, there's some, some bright things in the future. So I'm going to wrap up with uh, let you guys do your parting words and then I'll I'll hit it with the outro.
2: Damon's first.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I don't know that I can say much more than you said, James, but uh, just, you know. I'm working hard on the social media stuff, and hopefully everybody likes what they see. And like we always say, if you like it, let us know. even if you don't like it, let us know so we can the only way to get better is to learn what we're doing wrong and and that comes that comes in in uh, the way of everything we're doing. So if you like it, let us know. If you don't like it, let us know, keep listening, keep following, look for the the giveaways and and lots of exciting things to come up in the Put them on the glass podcast world,
2: <laughs> and I'm just—I'm really thankful to be just welcomed because I'm kind of new to this side of the business with the replacement. I'm like a rookie, but I've been welcomed like auto Glass's little brother. So I really appreciate how welcoming and how much you guys tolerate me hanging around. Cause like, I'm not, I, I don't always know what you guys are talking about, but I can keep up pretty well. But if anybody out there is listening knows how to get the side moldings off of the 1623, just call me. It's a, it's a 2006 Lincoln Zephyr. My um, my a number 615-631-1969. I'm kind of worried about it doing it tomorrow. So call me before.
1: <laughs> Where's Wacker? <laughs> Where's Wacker? Get that's get to a That's a DW whacker. DW sixteen twenty
2: three GBY. No <laughs> oh, shit. Sixteen twenty
0: three
2: GBY. Yeah, yeah. I'm shameless.
0: Hey, shameless. That, not hey, that, ain't, that is this. That's that's what we do, and uh, so
1: sometimes you just gotta you just gotta roll the dice and.
2: And just express it out. Just express it (laughs) out. Pull the extractor. Ah,
0: All four (laughs) sides, baby. Let that bitch bitch tap off of the freaking roof line. Should I just pull the Excalibur for that one, dude? Just pull it. Excalibur! (laughs) Hey,
1: just do like they do in uh, Arizona and fuck it up and just use some liquid, uh,
2: liquid molding, liquid clips and
1: call it good. Hey. What is it? Set it and forget it. That's right. Set baby. it and
2: forget it. <laughs> Lick it and stick, stick
0: it. it. Yep.
1: Lick it and stick them. Yep. That's right.
0: All right nice. guys. On that, I've been James Chapman. I've been Damon Bagnall.
2: The Glass Monkey.